Is Aaron Donald really prepared to walk away? Will OBJ, Antonio Brown, or Julio Jones make an impact in 2022? And which team is going to make a surprising playoff run this season? You are locked on NFL. Your daily NFL podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What up, NFL fans, and welcome into a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL. He's Tony Wiggins. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for making us your first listen here on the Locked On NFL podcast. A quick reminder to subscribe on YouTube and follow wherever you get your podcast. Make sure you leave us a five-star review so more NFL fans can find us here daily each and every day on Locked On NFL. And uh, we have a great show for you today, and let's start with the lead, we can't bury it. The guy who was uh, a dominating force in Super Bowl 56, a guy who uh, certainly has been the most dominating defensive player of his era, Aaron Donald. Well, is he really prepared to walk away, Tony? He's told uh, uh, on the I Am Athlete podcast said that he's at peace with his career if he has to walk away and wants a new deal from the Rams if he's going to stick around and play in 2022. How do you think this unfolds? you think Aaron Donald plays this season, or do you think he just walks off into the sunset with that Super Bowl ring? I think he plays because the Rams would be absolutely foolish to not acquiesce and give in to whatever that dude who is the GOAT at defensive tackle wants. I do think he'd be at peace, though. And the reason why is because there's an element of this that we, especially us, you know, I know me, I didn't play, that, at some point when you win the ultimate goal, it's probably hard to get up and go deal with having 50 car accidents every single play. No matter how good of in shape you are, just mentally your motivation for doing that, you have to have something that drives you. The Rams have been very free. I wouldn't say loosey-goosey because they won a Super Bowl, but they've been very free in paying veterans, uh, paying free agents making guys the highest paid at their position, even going all the way back to Todd Gurley. Why on earth would you not do it for the dude that closed the game for you and is probably, I would say, the best player in franchise history? Mm-hmm. And they have a long, long history. Aaron, Aaron Donald is probably the best Ram ever. Why would you not pay him when you pay everybody else? I mean, I'd give him $25 million tomorrow if I had the money from Stan Kroenke. Yeah, it's – to me, do you want to keep that Super Bowl window open? And not that they wouldn't have a shot, but the Rams don't win Super Bowl 56 without Aaron Donald. No way. Joe Joe Burrow drops back and just, just on the final play. Let's just say Aaron Donald didn't play on that final fourth and one. Well, Burrow throws a 49-yard touchdown to Jamar Chase, who completely roasted and toasted Jalen Ramsey. He fell. Jalen fell. But, and, yeah, whatever. And, yeah, he got but past he, it. But, yeah, he got past it. He yeah. beat him on the play. Mm-hmm. And, and so guess what happens? That, then that's the greatest play in Super Bowl history. And the sure reason is. that doesn't happen is because Aaron Donald says, no, that's not happening. And you might send the double team for me on the inside. Well, I'm going to beat you to the outside, and I'm going to clobber your quarterback. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, what are the Rams? You know, it, their whole mantra, F them picks, and we're about the now. We're about these guys that, you know, we're going to acquire talent that's proven. There's not anyone more proven probably in the entire league outside of maybe Tom Brady. <laughs> than Aaron Donald, and Donald is still in his prime. 
What's, so, wi- what's wild is, and I'm glad you said it that way, mm-hmm. what's wild is, I, I don't know there's no stat that can do this, but if you go t- go back, and, and this is a little bit silly, but it kind of shows you how the Rams are constructed. If you go back and take away the three biggest plays per game for each team last year in the league, the Rams might not make the playoffs. They are a team built on making big plays. And they're a team that you that becomes impossible to guard because no matter what, you're almost like the Warriors. No matter what you do, you think you say, bang, there's two threes in a row. No, you're not. And that's what they, they are built star heavy. Not to say that those the rest of the guys on the team aren't great, but that's how they're built. They're built so people can make plays the way that they made plays. And I mean, just think about it. That Throughout the playoffs, they made huge, huge plays and that's what they are all about. And he is the ringleader of that. And if you take him away, they might not even be a playoff team, to be honest with you. Yeah, it, it certainly impacts everything. And it's going to make life much, much harder if he's if he does walk away. And I think he's willing to. And so this is kind of the balls in the Rams court. And I ultimately, history tells us that, like you said, they're willing to pay. I think they get something done. Mm-hmm. But man. I mean, they brought it back. They brought in Allen Robinson. Um, obviously, Sean McVay declined all these big-time offers he was getting uh, to go in the broadcast booth. you got to keep Aaron Donald, to me, if you want to be considered this high-end, one of the top three teams in the NFC or, uh, you know, in, in all of the NFL. And maybe you feel that way. I probably do feel that way. Uh, Make him happy for and, – And winning the Super Bowl. Make him happy for make him happy for two more years, at a, at a very minimum. His play has not dropped off. The last thing we saw him do was seal the deal in a game. That look, the Rams were reeling, okay. And their other best player, Jalen Ramsey, he didn't have his best day. You don't you don't have to you know sugarcoat anything. He didn't have his best day. Mm-mm. I don't know if it was his cleats or if it was the magnitude of the moment, but he did not have his best. I didn't. I have never seen Jalen play. And he did, and really, in hindsight, when you look at it, they someone broke it down on on tape. He didn't give up very much outside of the big, the, the couple of big plays. But what did I just say? They're a team that make big plays. They don't give them up, and they have guys mm-hmm. who can prevent those things from happening. But it was the total opposite with him that day. For some reason, he, he just wasn't his best. So, um, yeah, they need Aaron Donald. They need Aaron Donald, and if there's anybody, and I'll say this again, if you're the type of team that pays guys, and even if you're the type of team that doesn't pay guys, if there's anyone you are going to pay, that's the dude that you do it to. Never out of shape. He's not one of those defense. I saw him at the, uh, he was a courtside at a basketball game the other day. And I'm going to be honest with you now, I know they're probably going to use this as a clip too, uh, you know, one of those comedy sketches or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's sitting there and his his little pink short set with his hair all manicured with his gold jewelry on and he's all cut up. He's one of those dudes. As soon as he came on the screen, I look right at my wife. Like, what are you looking at? You know what I'm saying? So he's not your typical, he's not your typical fat defensive lineman too. I don't look at her like that. Usually it's some wide receiver or something. I'm kind of looking at her or LL Cool J licking his lips. They show there and Donald on TV and I look right at her like, don't be looking at that TV like that. You know what I'm saying? So I'm saying, He's not your typical out of shape old guy. The dude looks like a ninja, man. So you got to pay him. He's a rock star. Your team is in LA. You're not in St. Louis anymore. Pay Aaron Donald. You mentioned 
old guys. And there are three old guys. One that was on the Rams last year that helped them win the Super Bowl in Odell Beckham Jr. But three old star receivers. Which one's going to have the biggest year in 2022? Which one will get signed first? We'll dive into that. But first, you're talking about getting in shape, Tony. And I like it. Because you want your wife to be looking at you. Well, you need to stick on the Built Bar plan Oh, now. she does. You she need, does. You, I know. I know she does. I'm just saying you got to stick on that Built Bar plan. And, yeah, it might not help you compete with Aaron Donald, who's like one of one. But it's going to get you pretty damn close because Built Bars are the number one protein bar on the planet. High in protein, low in sugar, low in calories. And right now, Built Delivered granola bars are here built granola bars if you haven't seen these they come in three unbelievable flavors chocolate peanut butter chocolate coconut and white chocolate berry you could try all three flavors in a mix box at built.com right now so whether it's their new granola bars whether it's the good old-fashioned protein bars that i eat every day i love them all at built.com go there now use promo code lock 15 you'll get 15 percent off your order again for 15 percent off the number one protein bar on the planet Go to built.com and use promo code black 15. All right, Tony, let's dive into this here because Odell Beckham Jr., Antonio Brown, and Julio Jones are all free agents. Mm-hmm. And Odell Beckham Jr. was the most effective of the three most recently. Right. I mean, he put on a show in Super Bowl 56 in the first half before tearing his ACL. Um, I will note that there were there was some speculation that that first ACL tear that he suffered in Cleveland that he had done, that it wasn't uh, repaired exactly how they had hoped and the surgery didn't go as well as they hoped and that they thought that this was a possibility that he could tear it again and that they're much more optimistic now after the second surgery that that knee is going to get back right and, and get back to, to where it was pre-injury. Um, so with that said, who do you think signs first? Odell Beckham Jr., who just tore it in February and could miss half the the regular season, maybe more. Antonio Brown, who the last time we saw him, he was shirtless uh, celebrating in the end zone, but not for a touchdown, celebrating his his last moments potentially in the NFL ever. Or Julio Jones, who I witnessed with Tennessee, uh, really get the clamps put on him by a guy named Eli Apple. Julio Jones wasn't that productive in that divisional round game, and that's why they got him to be productive in the postseason, and despite dealing with injuries, they were they were hopeful, and it, that did not happen. So, who do you think signs first of these three star wideouts? Odell, and the reason why is because Odell redeemed himself. Now, I, I'll preface this: so did Antonio Brown the year they won the Super Bowl in Tampa. However, the last thing the image I keep seeing of Antonio Brown is him walking around like he's Kodak Black with these big ass boots on. So yeah, I, I, I yeah. don't know. And, and doing all of this stuff and, you know, AB and the whole, the whole rap looking at itself. And, and I'm, the, when I watch him, I'm just sitting there thinking like first ballot hall of famer, in my opinion, with a bullet. And I thought T.O. was too. And Michael Irvin and, and Chris sure. Carter, all of those dudes, don't, you cannot take away what they've done. And I, for five or six years, Antonio Brown was something like I'd never seen. I've never thought I'd my jaw would drop the way it dropped with Randy Moss for about a five, six year stretch. Antonio Brown had me like that. Antonio Brown was carving people up. There was it was absolutely all you had to do was put the ball in his neighborhood and he was going to get it. So if if they're on, I think AB's still the best one of them right now. But AB is AB. 
and the fact that we're calling him AB, he's going to do all of this other stuff, and I don't think anyone wants him around like that. Julio might be cooked, and that hurts me because I saw a video of him and Antonio Brown talking yesterday, and I realized those are the two best receivers of the last decade for the most part. And and I know the DeAndre Hopkins people got something to say, but that's that's cool. He's number three. But my thing is, is he looks he, – he's one of those dudes – I remember I saw Mike Peterson years ago, former linebacker, when he retired, and I was like, he looks like he'll go play tomorrow. Guys look like that in the NFL when they're 32, 33, but then they're, 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 they just can't stay healthy. He might be can't he might be the can't stay healthy guy, although if I was Green Bay, I would just bring him to camp late just to see what he had and to give me some credibility. But I think teams have signed guys with with injuries or coming off injuries before. Teams will treat Odell the same way they would treat Odell if he was on the contract, like they would expect him in the second half of the year to come in and be able to do some things. Mm-hmm. The other guys you just have too many big questions about, especially Antonio Brown. I, I, I just don't think people want to bring that. They don't want him and they don't want Kanye and Floyd Mayweather sitting all up. They don't want that kind of stuff around. It's just a distraction at this point. And – Brown, the one thing he did in New England, then you go, okay, well, maybe he'll, you know, New England is the one place that was the car wash. Well, now he's in Tampa and Bruce Bruce Arians is so loosey goose. For him to go out the way that he did, I think he's pretty much cooked. And the sad part about this is, is I think he's the best receiver of these three today. Yep. Right yep. right now. Yep. I think Antonio Brown is a baller. I think, I think he's Antonio so Brown's damn top, good. Top, t- top 12 right now in the NFL. He's a freak. But he's also I, – I don't know what's wrong. You know, every, everyone says, oh, he's got mental de- – I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is, all right, because I, I, he's, he's not within arm's length of me. I can't speculate on his mental health. Here's what I do know. He can't get out of his own way, mm-hmm. and that's the part of it because he's uber talented. And, and it's crazy to think about because Odell Beckham Jr. was dominating the Super Bowl, but if you uh, look at all three of them, I would still take Brown. And there's a reason Brady – bent as much as possible as he did uh with antonio brown and it was because of that because of the talent because he saw how valuable he could be and and so yeah to me i I don't think brown signs anywhere i think he's done odell beckham jr has the most to offer and show has shown he can go somewhere and not be a distraction wasn't a distraction in la right that there was a lot of talk in cleveland and i covered him in cleveland for for some time and it was, oh, man, all this stuff around him, all this hoopla. He was a good soldier in L.A. So I, I think he's going to get a pretty favorable deal and, and, and sign somewhere. It'll be interesting to see where he goes. Um, but to me, Julio, oh, I, I think he signed somewhere. But you know who it reminds me of? It reminds me of Andre Johnson at the end. Yep. And, and, and Andre Johnson, when he signed with the Colts, I remember drafting Andre Johnson in a fantasy league thinking, Andrew Luck. Andre Johnson's got to have something left. He might not be that dude anymore, but he's got to have something left. There was nothing left. There was nothing left. There was no gas left in that tank. And uh, so that that's kind of how I feel. If I if I had to rank them most likely to sign or, or, you know, in order, I would put Odell. Then I'd put Julio, even though I do think he's probably cooked. And then A.B., because I just don't think Antonio Brown's going to play another NFL down. Uh, as far as physical talents, though, he's up there. Uh, but to me, Odell Beckham Jr. of the three, uh, that's the one to have. And I think he's going to command a sizable deal. Uh, real quick, who do you think uh, – where's the best fit for Odell Beckham Jr.? The Packers. You think so? The Packers? Yes. Uh, I, 
quarterback mm-hmm. he trusts. Won't have to worry about getting the ball. Won't have to worry. Won't have to worry about having a bad quarterback and then trying to prove to the world it's not me, it's him. I think the Packers are the best fit from a football standpoint. From a personality standpoint, I think it's going right back to where he was. Or, mm-hmm. or listen to this. This is going to sound crazy. Being the third receiver in South Florida with with those other two that they already have. Now that would be scary if he's if he's in anywhere, South Florida. Yeah, if he's anywhere close to being. Odell, at the second half of the year, you put him on a team with Cheetah and that kid that they drafted out of Alabama. Jalen Waddle. Yeah, I, I'm telling you, it, it would be – it's almost like redundancy because it's like, well, it's the same dude three times. But that would still be very, very scary for AFC East opponents. But I, I still think from a football standpoint, it's Green Bay. got to be because they have, a, they have a huge need for somebody that's credible, that people – know that uh, Aaron Rodgers can, you know, discount, double check, can do those check downs and, and hit that guy. And and the football IQ, the football IQ is, is off the meat rack. And I mm-hmm. think with these guys, Julio not so much because all we talk about is injuries of Julio. But with A.B. And, and Odell because of their enigmatic personalities, we really forget if you really get down to it, football IQ-wise, they are somewhere else. Randy Moss is that way. Ocho Cinco. We, we look at those big personalities, and sometimes we don't understand what coaches. Bill Belichick and Tom Brady said Randy Moss is the smartest football player they ever saw. And these guys understand this stuff at a level that their personality sometimes hides. You've got the state right. You got the team wrong. And it's not the team you cover either. Florida is the place that Odell Beckham Jr. should go. Hell no, he shouldn't go past catch passes from Tua Tungavailoa. I don't know what, you know what the hell you're thinking right now, but you know you got the state right. And I like Trevor Lawrence, and you know maybe uh, you, they can turn things around in Jacksonville. But no, I'm not talking about Northern Florida either. You know where I'm talking about. Yeah. If you could add someone halfway through the year, wait a minute, wasn't Antonio Brown suspended? Oh my god, you know. Mm-hmm. You get some juice to your roster. Oh, but they added Russell Gage and they got Scotty Miller and Tyler Johnson and and no, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I remember when I was covering that. That's that's what should happen for Odell. That's where he should go. And I don't know how they make it work money wise. I'm not the GM. They can figure that part out. But when I was covering the Browns, Odell Beckham Jr. It's Freddie Kitchens and the Browns, right? It's it's that year where Freddie Kitchens was just uh, the worst head coach ever. Um, and uh, going against Bill Belichick. And it was like a must-win game for the Browns. And Odell Beckham Jr. and Baker Mayfield go up there, and there was all this pressure on them to win, and they end up losing the game, I believe. But after the game, Odell Beckham Jr. pulls out these cleats for Tom Brady. Mm. Designed for Brady. OBJ says OBJ on the side, but they're designed custom cleats for Tom Brady. And there's this picture of Baker looking as OBJ and Brady are talking to each other. And I can't forget that. I can't just – and so to me, that's the spot. And I don't know how it's going to happen. I don't know how they're going to make it work. I know the Buccaneers added Akeem Hicks, I believe. I, I don't know how they're going to pull it off. But, man, that's the one. Right? I can't get that out of my head. You know, this could be Tom that's Brady's very, last year. OBJ might say, let's roll. That's very good. And, I, and I'll tell you something. If A.B. – well, I'll say this. If he doesn't – we can say if he doesn't quit, 
or if he's not hurt or whatever, I think Tampa wins it again last year. I'm dead serious. They they pushed the Rams to the brink, especially mm-hmm. when Mike Evans got deep on Jalen in that game. Yep. I think they win it all if Antonio Brown is on that team. Yeah. You know, they they, they, they certainly could have. I mean, they were this close, and they didn't have the weapons that you were thinking uh, that they would have. Which playoff team is or, – or which non-playoff team from a year ago is going to make a surprising run – to the postseason the Buccaneers well they don't qualify but maybe OBJ will land there we'll dive into that coming up next right here on Locked On NFL you can get those futures talking about who's going to make the Super Bowl you can get that at betonline.net why would you go to betonline and do it because they are the leader in this industry and my favorite place and the only place where you need to go to make Wagers. Good fight this weekend. Javante Davis got a knockout win. And it came at just the right time because if you made a bet that he would knock this guy out before eight rounds, I think you won some money. Bet online is the place for you to go because they have you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. There's a lot of stuff coming up right now. You got the NBA Finals with the Celtics as well as the Warriors, and you want to make sure you know who's going to play and who's not going to play. And you also have Major League Baseball, where the Yankees look like it's murderer's row again because they're running off all of these streaks, and they're off the chain right now. You need to go to betonline.net for all of your wagering needs. BetOnline has you covered because they are the quintessential and the number one place for you to go this season to make sure you have all of the things you have. Head to the website today to use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because Bet Online is where the game starts. Thank you so much for making us your first listen here on Locked On NFL. And let's dive into this, Tony. Which playoff team from a year ago? And we're going to do one NFC, one AFC. Or non-playoff team from a year ago. I keep, I keep th- saying playoffs. Non-playoff team from a year ago. Do you have making a run to the postseason in, in one of these kind of surprise teams this year? The New Orleans Saints. Because oh. oh. Jalen, <laughs> listen, listen, listen here, man. Listen, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston's coming back. Mike Thomas, man, go ahead with all that foolishness. Mike Thomas, I'm going to tell you why. One, because I think the dude in Carolina is going to get – the dude in Carolina is going to get fired. The head coach of Carolina is going to get fired, right? We know that they're horrible. Atlanta had – I don't know what they were doing in the draft, but they're not going to – they got rid of Matt Ryan. So there, there are four easy wins right there within the division. Mm-hmm. And then they play t- Tampa tough in the regular season. So let's just say that they split. Mm-hmm. New Orleans mm-hmm. can be 5-1. and one. And the reason why this is going to be so seamless for them to get back on track from a couple of years ago is because they get their quarterback back, they get a receiver back. They drafted Chris Olave. They signed Jarvis Landry. Their defense is still very good, and then they add Honey Badger. But here's the thing. They make a seamless, seamless trans transition to Dennis Allen. Now, I know in the past we've seen this. We've seen it go from uh, Bill Walsh to George Seifert. And, and, and look, yeah, I'm comparing somebody to Bill Walsh because I love Sean Payton. But to Give this thing over and to keep the consistency from what you've been for the last decade or better to a guy that's already on the team that the players know and trust. You don't have to change the way that you do things. There you go. I'm going with the New Orleans Saints because at this time last year, they were one of the favorites 
to be in the playoffs. I think they get back and they make a run. I think Jameis Winston has a year that gets him a pretty big contract at the end of the year. Oh, man. See, you're buying Jameis. I love the roster. I love Can't Jameis. Buy Jameis. Can't buy Jameis. Can't buy Jameis. So uh, do you think they make the playoffs if Andy Dalton starts six games for them? He's their backup. No, but I don't think Andy Dalton's going to start six games. I think Jameis Winston I, is going to have a good year. That's the they don't. They they that's don't the need to. They no, but they don't. You always say that they don't need to have. They Jameis doesn't have to throw for five thousand yards. In fact, he's probably better when you don't try to make him do that. But they have mm-hmm. weapons all over that field. If they use that short passing game with Alvin Kamara, I think they'll mm-hmm. be fine. They'll be. You fine. know who would? You know who would get them to the playoffs? Who? Oh man, you know. Who? A man in Cleveland that's been uh, outcast and sent home. Are you out of your, Baker Mayfield is worse. Baker than Baker Mayfield's Winston. better than Jameis. No, no way. He's not. He's no not, way. The people don't gravitate towards him the way that they do Jameis Winston. Jameis oh, Winston. Jameis Winston. Uh, Jameis Winston can throw for thirty-five touchdowns. He just you just got to keep him from throwing from thirty-five interceptions. But <laughs> Baker Mayfield <Okay>. is <laughs> Baker Mayfield is awful. Baker Mayfield had way better weapons. Baker Mayfield had two Pro Bowl type running backs. He had great receivers, and no Odell didn't even look like Odell with Baker Mayfield. And I don't think people in the league Odell like missed him. half the year, man. Nobody He's likes injured. him. Nobody likes. We him. just nobody talked about him. Odell's injuries. Ain't nobody liking Wait, Baker Mayfield. I can't believe you I, said that. I, I, I'm just I'm letting you know if they wanted to upgrade that spot, you know that's. And, and by the way, if if he got cut, if he got cut, you better mm-hmm. believe they'd be interested. You better believe it. And I'm not reporting it, but damn it, I, I bet you they would be interested. Um, I like the Saints roster a lot. Um, as far as Jameis Winston, you're going to have to prove it to me, Mr. Winston. I, I'll leave it at that. Um, to, I'd, to start me, that rookie, I'd start that rookie before I go get Baker Mayfield. Didn't they draft one of those rookies? It wasn't on, Matt man. Carl. Who was it? They picked somebody. I'd start, that, I'd, I'd start Ian Book before I go get Baker Mayfield. Ian Book is – all right. You need to read a book. You need to read a book, the, the Baker Mayfield book, because he was actually pretty good. And neither Jameis nor Baker worked out and delivered like number one picks. So we are splitting hairs to a degree. Maybe Andy Dalton should be QB1. How about that? Anyways, uh, Ross Jackson is going to die at this conversation. Um, but, yeah, I can't buy into the Saints fully because j- just like I can't buy into the Dolphins, right, because Tua Tungavailoa is the quarterback. It's a quarterback league. Who's your quarterback? That's that's what matters. He like, hasn't been every, awful though. He, he has not been terrible. Jets. Everyone's talking about the Jets and how how upgraded they are. I don't know what the hell Zach Wilson is going to be. Right. So how can I buy into the Jets? Right. Like, like that, that's the the part. So uh, AFC wise, as far as a team, the, the obvious team to me uh, to go non playoffs to playoffs would be the Ravens. Here's the thing, that's not. That's obvious. That's not an improbable run. Right. If, if there's a team that's going to really catch you off guard, it's tough. That There aren't many. I guess Miami could fall into that, but I'm not buying Tua Tungavailoa. Um, honestly, I would say the Colts. Mm-hmm. But th- th- that's not th- – there aren't many. The AFC is so damn good. Outside of – like if I decide not to pick the Jaguars, the Texans, or the Jets – as the surprise team, no one else is really that surprising. So it's really tough to do for the AFC. Yeah, you you could go with the teams you mentioned. You could also go with the Chargers if they if they get it together. But that's not a surprise either. I get you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A tough tough you division. Yeah. Tough division though, because the Raiders went. Of course, the Chiefs went, and people expect Denver to make it with with Russell Wilson. 
with the I rest of their roster. So, yeah. T- t- if you base it like I base mine on on the easy path to the playoffs, plus mm-hmm. getting healthy people back that were hurt last year, and the, the 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 real thing with me is the Dennis Allen thing because I think you you keep it. You, you ain't rebooting everything. You're not reinventing the wheel. You're kind of just keeping everything consistent. But so if I'm going to do that, then I have to also say that for the Chargers to make it, it, it it's hard because everybody in that division is good. That might be right now going into the, the season, the best division in football. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, I, I think, I think it is. I think it's AFC West and AFC North. I mean, I, and, and that's, that's a big problem when it comes to, uh, picking a surprise team in the AFC real quick because we we had this little Jameis beef. Um, Kirk Cousins or Jameis Winston? Who are you taking? Cousins. Okay. All right. And the only reason I'm doing it is because you kind of just making know, sure you're not insane. No, you kind of know what you're getting uh, week by week. Now I'll tell you this: if I need something that's an anomaly to happen, something outlier to happen. Oh, I'm taking Jameis because I know what Kurt's going to do in a tough game. He's going to throw three picks. Jared Goff or Kurt Cousins? Or uh, Jared Goff or Jameis Winston? Jameis. Okay. I agree with that. Opens the playbook. We could throw it down Jimmy the Gar- Jimmy Garoppolo or, Jimmy, or Jameis Winston? Jimmy. Or you've okay. been to a Super Bowl and a, and a championship game. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to gauge, gauge where you're at here. Carson Wentz or, or Jameis Winston? Jameis. You're probably right. Okay. Because Andy I, Dalton he, or Jameis. Here's the, here, uh, Jameis. Because here's the thing with Wentz and guys like that. And this is the thing I say with Baker. Football is more than just, especially if you're the quarterback, it's more than just not throwing picks and knowing the route tree and being able to make every throw. Football is about the other guys looking you in your face and believing in you. And I think Baker's cooked in that category. He sounds like the most disliked person in the league. And I also think Carson Wentz has some issues in that category. And it's not because they don't like him. It's just because they don't trust him, especially in big moments. So I think with Jameis, there's trust. But you can trust that you're either going to win the game by 30 or you're going to lose by 30. That's the only thing at 30 and 30. And I think there will be a 30 and 30 on him one day when he did 30 and 30, the TDs and interceptions. I really do. But he is engaging, funny. His teammates love him. Now, they might love him because he's like the jester, the team jester, but he's the most unintentionally funny person I've ever seen. And I still believe in that big rocket arm of his. I do. I just do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you need to buy a Jameis Winston jersey. You know what what would happen if Jameis Winston ended up in Dallas? Tony oh, Wiggins would have. Oh, you think? Oh, you think I'd have a big. Tony star Wiggins back would here? have twelve jerseys. Yeah, you'd have a big star. You'd have. James you think I host Winston locked on Jaguars? Statue. You think I'd host locked on Jaguars with Dallas Cowboy graphics all over the screen? It'd be it'd be locked on James Winston. <laughs> the star is here or something. Yeah, Anyways, no, oh no my doubt. goodness, no doubt. Uh, man. Well, this was fun. This was a fun it show. was. It was. It was. We always agree, so it's nice to have us in a little bit of a disagreement. By the way, this is the way we act when we talk to each other when we're not being filmed. We so we just gave people, you know, this is Anthony and James or Tony and James when we're just off camera. We always well, Anthony out. is dead wrong right. <laughs> about Baker Mayfield and Jameis Winston. And with that, look at me how I get my last word in before we say. Sayonara here on Locked On NFL. For Tony Wiggins, I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening. Make sure you subscribe on YouTube. Check us out wherever you get your podcast and hit that follow button. Until next time, 
we'll uh, we'll see you next week right here on a Wednesday edition of Locked On NFL.